Blog Talk Radio. to rock and roll. We have a fun show for you today. It's Table Topics. And we have student guest Vivian Fung and you know our lovable Jay Logan. So we're going to get right into some topics and I'm going to bring both Jay and Vivian on at the same time. Hey Vivian and Jay, how are my friends out there in New Jersey and San Francisco? Hi, how are you doing? Hey, hey, everything is wonderful out here in San Francisco. Well, yeah, you know, it's kind of um, cold here. <laughs> well, now, you know, Vivian, we need to ask Jay if he has it really, is it cold out there? Is it in between? Like, how's the weather out there, Jay? Well, it's kind of gothic, you know, kind of like Batman weather, but it's not <laughs> cold. It's not cold. It's just okay because you can't oh. see the sun. See, we well, would love no. to have that weather. It's really, really windy and cold today. Yes, it is. And, you know, Vivian, every week I have to go through this with Jay, that, you know, he has the great weather in San Francisco. So it's really unfair because he's out in California. (laughs) Well, you know, you guys get to switch places really quick and see how you like it. (laughs) Hey, Jay, you want to come over to the polls? Uh, I I plead the fifth. I plead the fifth. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't take it. I wouldn't last a day. (laughs) Are you sure, Jay, you wouldn't last a day? No, I, I don't think I would be in the, the last, well, maybe one day, and then after that, I've had it. I couldn't do it. Okay. <laughs> well, you guys, I look up right. for you guys. Oh, come on. Don't even try. But we'll let you go on that one. <laughs> I am, I'm going to go right into the first topic, Jay and Vivian. You know, okay, I know we don't normally talk about politics on the show, but I'm actually not talking about the president themselves. I'm talking about us as a nation. When we show our kids sleeping, you know, as Mashable has shown here, Mm -hmm. Mashable.com, and saying that, you know, people are sleeping. I actually thought, why are we sleeping on a president that's showing that he has solid facts that he has shifted the economy from one extreme to the other? Why is our our media portraying our president as someone to sleep on who's actually I guess we're sleeping on him because, what, he's he's actually found solutions and they're working. I'm not saying everything. I don't really care who the president is. I just care that we respect our leadership. You know, anything you want to say about that, Vivian and Jay? Um, I agree with you. I mean, regardless of, you know, the, 
so the decisions that the president makes at the end of the day, they're still trying to help our country, like whether, you know, they made mistakes or not. We're all human, and it's really unfair for people to just, you know, see it as, oh, well, he's just another person I don't want to care for. Let me just sweep it off. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah, I think um, people are kind of, like, jealous, you know, because he's made a big, giant difference. And so, you know, they have to find something. So they couldn't find any other excuse, so they decided to use the sleeping excuse. Uh, we can't find anything wrong with them. Dang. Um, so, you know, but the, actually, I, I think that's what's really going on there. They're looking, for, they're looking for something and they can't find it. So let's say we'll just sleep on them and don't say anything. Okay. Well, <laughs> so, um, Jay, do you, have, do you have a table topic for us to talk about? Yeah, I, I, I think this is great what's happening out there, out there with you guys. Um, grad school graduation and, and, and the kids that are graduating, you know, and they're always and, and you know we're, we're about all people on the show, so we're not pro this or pro that. But they they gave different areas that you know white kids are graduating at eighty eight percent, and Hispanic and black kids are graduating under seventy percent. But What's great about this new thing that New York is doing, they have now, this New York City High School's graduate rate tops 70%. And, you know, everything follows. Yeah, it's great. Everything is following New York. And and what's happening is the minister is there, Gail. Now, check this out. Remember we were talking about how tests are giving and some of the kids are not really good at certain tests? Well, they are trying to have a way where you could just show a project because you might not be good at a test. But you can show something you mastered, like you might master uh, building cars or you might master uh, science. So they said, as long as you have a good attendance and you're doing pretty good in school, instead of grading you on your on the test, on the SAT test or those tests, we want to try grading you on things that you master or something that you like. And I think that's a great change. If that happens in New York and we start grading kids on their best things that they do, people will graduate a little easier, and maybe you can change. Because, you know, everything's based on economics, you know. You know, you don't know, understand. Some kids go home to poverty, and some kids go home to Xboxes and Playstations and fun. And when they come to school, they can't all perform at the same level based on these tests because they have to go home to a different environment, different things. And that, so that's basically what I wanted to talk about on that. Uh, the New York Times had this story, and they just released it uh, today. And it's, it's called New York's... New York City's high school graduate rate tops seventy percent, and if they change the test like that. I think it'd be great because everybody has different skill levels and do certain things better than others. So, well, you know, if I were to weigh in on that, you know, you know my thoughts on that, and my thoughts are, they had a commercial here in New York um, where, actually, um, the commercial um, where, you know, there was a kid who was. Um, a, a, a child of color, and then a child um, who was Caucasian. And you know, even to even for me to say that, because that's how we as society see it. It was just a child who was from a different background, and they actually passed each other walking, but went to the same school. I thought that was the most poignant um, PSA, a public service announcement, I, a commercial I ever seen, because it any you know we often look at it as children of color or um, Indian children or Asian children or Hispanic children if they're living in a not-so-great area. 
that that means everything is so bad, okay? But yet we see this child depicted as going to the same school as this other child. And then it, we, and so I also think it's visual. Visual stays in the mind longer, you know? And I looked at that and said, well, they're going to the same school, but they're going to something different. Well, here's the thing. At the end of the day, all kids learn differently, and it doesn't matter who it is. And I think if, I think what the most important thing is is that bringing real world back to kids. I you know I threw this up on the internet one day where kids used to fight with each other. They get some bruises and they go on home and they were friends again. Um, you could leave your door open and your best friend would come over and hang out, or you could throw rocks or things like that. At the end of the day, as long as you're both enjoying and having fun, you know um, kids will learn at the same level. And also, teachers used to be more engaged with their kids. They used to be allowed to be more engaged with the kids. Um, your teachers were the people that you went to when home wasn't so great. Because home cannot be so great and you can make millions and billions of dollars, but the parents can just not be people who their children can relate to. So their teachers are. So I think at the end of the day is I think whether we have schools that are different for the kids or whether they're all the same, if we take a little bit of the old and a little bit of the new and integrate it, I think kids will get the same kind of um, schooling that they did back then, which was really hands-on with each other, connecting with one another, human being to human being. So that's my thought. And what about you, uh, Vivian? Well, I mean, I can say that, you know, going to school up until about college, I was a product of, you know, the Common Core, where it's all about you have to take a test and you're graded by how well you do on the test. And it's like you both said, I mean, kids, that's not how we learn. We can't be engaged anymore by by simply remembering something and be able to write it on paper. And it's it's a shame because teachers aren't really allowed to be as engaged as they used to be. Because, but you always have that one teacher who cares so much to help every student pass. And that's really something that we really need to reinstill in American education so that, you know, we see all these students succeed instead of saying, well, that person gets A's on everything, so they're going to be great. But this person, oh, not so much, so we don't really know what they're going to do with their lives. Wow. I have a question, I have a question to post to Gil. For the kids that live in Chicago and New York, that when they go home, they have to go to uh, hostile environments and violent neighborhoods that put a lot of more stress on them when they come and go to school. And this is to Vivian and you. Do you guys think that has an effect on their education? Oh, of course it does because if you're going, you know, if you're going home to an environment where there's other kids who don't care, you know, um, you have to have it reinforced somewhere. You have to have it reinforced in the home and you've got to have it reinforced in school so that you, that child has the strength and confidence to keep it going when it gets insurmountable. What are your thoughts, Vivian? I mean, yeah, I agree with that. If you come from an environment where everyone's like, oh, school is dumb, then you're going to start believing what they say, that, you know, maybe school isn't what everyone thinks it is and maybe I don't need the education. So it's about you having a support system, even if it's just one person, and that would just get you through to school and want you to help succeed in life. Yeah, I, I agree. Well, Vivian, I know you have a table topic for us. I do, actually. You know, speaking on the topic of sleep, this is a better topic, though, I promise. Um, Apple is coming up with a new iOS update, and they're implementing this app that actually helps you sleep better. So and, how does that um, work? So, so it's, um, it's called Night Shift app, and how it works is that um, it's based on your geolocation, so where you are in the world, 
and it kind of logs that in and determines when the sun sets where you live, and it dims the light on your phone. So it'll go towards warmer colors, like, you know, maybe like a brown or a grayish color, so that when you're looking at your phone, your eyes aren't blinded by it, and it kind of lulls you to sleep. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, it is. And I think it's great because, you know, it's insomnia has been a topic that a lot of people have suffered from, but recently it's gotten more attention, which I think is great because, you know, who wants to really rely on, like, sleeping pills in order to sleep properly or have to stay up? like, for so many nights until you finally crash. But sleep is something that's really important for our body so that we can stay healthy. Well, you know, Jay, you know, I, I don't know your thoughts on this, but I think Jay and Vivian, you know, one of the good things about having an app like this, we all tend to look at our phones even late at night, especially if you're working or you're a student like yourself, Vivian, or you're entrepreneurs like Jay and I are. You know, you tend to keep looking at your phone to see if there's an important business meeting or something that's coming up or something that you know you need to take care of and don't want to miss, you know, in the morning hours. So this is great because, you know, Jay and Vivian, how I'm seeing it is you'll be able to naturally go to sleep, okay, because mm-hmm. the phone is, is dimming on colors-wise and coordinating itself with as night as nightfall comes in. Um, I think that's great. One, You know, um, Jay, one of the things, and, and Vivian, that I'm learning I found a way to go to sleep at night that's really amazing. First of all, I take I drink something, uh, just a drop of it, which is eucalyptus and lemon at night. And so it wakes my senses up, but at the same time, it's calming for the brain to relax. And then I let, instead of having the TV watch me, I actually put on light classical music. And I have the most amazing sleep now in the last couple of days. And even if I don't get enough sleep, I wake up naturally. It's just amazing. So it's one of the things I started doing. Um, Jay, your thoughts on this new app? Oh, it's just, it's just very interesting because you know I'm falling asleep already when I look at my phone because I be ta- I talk too much on it. So um, <laughs> I don't know what I need. I don't know really the app, but it's amazing. You know, I'm just I seen this thing there on TV where people pay so much attention to their phone, they walk across the street, and they don't pay attention to the cars or the bikes, and now they have a new new uh, stat that basically says it's dangerous to not pay attention to the real world because you're so much engulfed by your phone. So I'm just wondering, is this something else that might keep you engulfed in your phone where you don't pay attention when you're walking across the street? There's been a lot of accidents across America. I'm wondering, well, is this a good thing, you know, people falling asleep while they're crossing the street or... It's, uh, I'm just wondering, but um, I'm, I just wanted to just throw it out there because, you know, the phones are, have taken over our whole society, and we depend on everything. You know, I can't remember uh, people's phone number. I, yeah, I think if you ask me, like, what is your phone number, I probably couldn't tell you because I depend on my phone. So, you know, we used to just, you know, keep everything in our brain, you know, and now it's like, oh, and my password well, you know, and my a, brain. And this, this, this is funny, Jay, because you were, you know, you're you're, you're coming over to my side of things because I know for you, even up until late last year, you were still talking about tech, tech, tech. So I see, I see that my words have some influence over there a little bit. Oh yes, but when I see people getting hurt and I see people walking, there's been a lot of accidents in San Francisco, and they ask one of the uh, one of the pedestrians, "Are you going to pay attention more?" No, I'm going to still look at my phone when I walk and whatever. I'm not going to pay attention to my environment. Um, so it's like it's almost like they're using, you know, the, the thing that you were telling me about Oculus, where they don't see the real world because the phone is taking over everything. So now I'm starting to come over to your side because I'm saying, wait, maybe, maybe 
technology is a little bit too much when we're not paying attention to the dangers of the real world. We're so into the virtual world and into our phones we're not that people are not uh, engaging each other either, you know. So it's kind of, wow, you know. So well, you know, you have I, something. well, you know, it's funny you should say that because I actually think that Vivian's, the app that Vivian's talking about is actually pretty cool because if you dim the lighting on anything, if anyone knows about lighting, Okay, um, one of uh, Jay and uh, Jay uh, and I have, you know, of course, other co-founders in Listen, Give, and Savoy. And one of our co-founders gave me a, a bulb that really um, lessens the lighting. You find yourself going to sleep. So I'm thinking that the phone, Jay and Vivian, will actually do the same. I don't think you will look at your phone as much because color has been proven to show that the colors you're around uh, are really important. Um, as an example, um, I went to a, a new... Um, food place here in New York, Vivian and Jay, to eat. And it was, it was nothing but white inside. And, and the place was great. I said, wow, they really intend to keep you up. And it was nighttime. You couldn't see anything else. They didn't even need light. It was so white in there. The, the walls, the, even the seats were white. Everything was white. You didn't need light, you know. So I think oh, having that on your phone will make you go to, you know, go to sleep. And speaking of technology, um, here's my, my next table topic, topic, Jay and Vivian. Self-driving cars. I'm a, totally against it. I don't know about you guys. You guys may disagree. But the thing is that people use driving as a joy of enjoying, you know, life, you know, being with their family or driving with someone they care about. Um, so I think there's some noise in the background, guys. I'm not sure who it is, but I, I think it's coming it's coming through in our radio uh, line. Um, so, um, but... Self-driving cars, that is something that I don't want to do. Um, if you want to have something that tells us how to drive and get around, that's okay. But not taking it totally away. You know, um, earlier, Vivian, you didn't have the opportunity to be with us. Jay and I interviewed someone from the Slovakia and Austria area that has um, a car that's even better than the one that Google is working on. Um, it, it can actually fly from Austria to Italy but no problem, on the same level as um, a regular airplane. And it's going on sale. Actually, it's, I think it's on sale now. And the thing is that I still like that because I have control and management of where I'm going. A self-driving car, you know, technology can falter, but your arms on the wheel can never falter. I don't mind the latest gadgets in the car, but I don't want a car directing me and telling me when I should drive and when I shouldn't. What do you guys think about that, Jay and Vivian? Well, I think that it's, 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 a, it's a con and pros. Like, so many people, I don't know in New York, but so many people can't drive out here, Gail, and they're really terrible <laughs> drivers. Um, <laughs> and then they got drunk ones. It should be a drunk mode. Like, if you're drunk, you push the button, boom, car drives me safely home. I don't know, because it's a, it's a, I'm more afraid of... Um, the mother with the kid in the van, and the kid is in the back seat in the car chair, and she's steadily trying to, you know, lecture the kid back there while she's driving. That's that's my biggest fear because the mom and the kid in the back of the van, caravan, and she's, you know, and I'm in the middle of the street, and she's paying attention to her child, and she's not really paying attention to me. So I don't know. I think I think this. I mean, if we have if we have some cars that can prevent drunk driving and things like that, like um, the guy. Um, what's the guy from the? I can't think of that movie, but he died in a car accident. If we have things. If if we have things that could prevent uh, car accidents, I would rather go with. You know, I might trust. You know, 
I might trust the computer, you know, because some of these people out here in California, woo, Lord, Gail. Oh, I'm, they just cannot drive. <laughs> they can't drive a bit. So, <laughs> they didn't, they didn't, so what, what about your what about your thought your thoughts, Vivian? Well, I mean, as much as I love technology, you know, co- technology is constantly under improvement. There's always like new updates, new patches for it. So, I mean, it becomes a worry when what if your self-driving car is under a new patch or a new update and doesn't work properly? And there's no way for you to stop it. You know, God forbid something happened when you're in the car. I mean, I still like the idea of humans being able to control the car because, you know, at least that's a second pair of hands or a second person being able to, like, stop any accidents occurring or anything like that. Well, you know, it's funny that you guys would say this. So self-driving, I know, Jay, you say some people can't drive. They had this incident, just what you're talking about with the child. When you're doing a self-driving, it's supposed to be the voice of the driver. Well, the woman was doing the voice, putting her voice into the car, the self-driving car, but her child was in the background talking. So the car caught both the child and the mother. And the 7-year-old noticed that, and this is how smart our kids are. So that's why I don't believe in what school says. The 7-year-old, when the mother got out to go to the um supermarket, she left her 7-year-old with the 19-year-old, both kids together. The 7-year-old started, um, voice activated the car and started driving around the city. That's funny. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's funny, but the other issue is, Vivian and, and, and Jay, what if that happens all the time? Supposed to be one designated driver, but here it is, again, faulty. And, and technology is great, but it picked up the kid's voice in the background, so therefore the kid was smart enough to know I can control this car too and started doing it. That is really conservative, you know what I mean? It's funny, but it's conserving. You know, runaway kid, you know what I mean? So it, it, was, it was funny, you know. So um, that's my thought, you know. Um, Jay, what's your next table topic for us today? Well, I want to talk about Skype. Skype has announced that they just announced group chat. And it's not like the newest thing, but, you know, Skype never had group chat. So Microsoft, they own Skype, and now they're going to have group chat. And um, you can talk to several people at the same time on Skype, which we've been asking for for how long, Gail? A day for you. No, that's, uh, that's weird because they've <laughs> no, you know what it is? They've always had group chat, Jay, but it just wasn't free. That's what they've done. Um, They've always had group chat, but what they've done now is made it free. It wasn't free before. So that's been what the issue is. It has never been free. (laughs) Okay. Well, this is the 10th anniversary of offering these video calls, and uh, they um, they will have this new, they say it's a new feature, and... They decided to change the way people connect with their loved ones. Uh, so hopefully uh, now we can do it for free because uh, this is their announced the next evolution of Skype. And they didn't say how many people will be able to share video calls on their mobile app, but but they did. We've, we've seen the desktop version, like you said, allows for 10 participants. So we'll see what they're doing. Um, I didn't ever knew that uh, you had to pay for this stuff. Uh, but, you know, other yeah, so Google Hank. Well, I had a Google, Google Hangout. 
Mm-hmm. No, I I wanted to ask you before you went to Google Hangouts. I had a question for you, Jay. If if they're doing the group chat, are they are they allowing us to are they allowing us to save it? Oh, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's that would be great. I'm asking you that. Are they allowing us to save the chat? They didn't say what the parameters and what what they would be. They haven't announced that, so I don't know what the features are. But that's a good question, you know what I'm saying? Because if you could save the chat, then uh, that'd be great. Um, um, so they didn't say that. But I don't think you'll be able to save it. I don't think. But we'll see what Microsoft does, you know. And um, well, well, Would you come back and let us know that next week, Jay? Yes, I'll do some research, and I'll, I'll come back and, and, and uh, do some more um, talking on what this, uh, these features would be. So that would be great if we if you could let let our you know let me and our audience know. Okay, you got it. Well, you started to tell us about Google Hangout. Would you share with us about that too? Oh, Google Hangout is, is another uh, another mobile service that uh, they already offer Google Chat and it's free, like you said. And they have Google Ubu messaging app where you can have uh, group conversation. So. Google is ahead of a lot of companies, you know, and um, I'm glad to say they're out here in California, and um, and they do, and they're, and they're in New York also, but um, they've always been on the cutting edge. So you can get Google Hangout and um, or Ovu. It's got if, for the listeners out there if you want to do group uh, conversations right now. Wow. Okay. All right. That that sounds cool. Well, Vivian, do you have another topic for us? Yes, actually. Since you, know, you guys know about Canada, our neighbor up north, um, in 2017, um, you know how you usually have to pay a fee to get into a national park? But as soon as 2017 hits, all the fees are completely erased. For that one year, you get to go to all of Canada's national parks completely free. Wow. Oh, oh mm-hmm. wow. yeah, it's really great That's because it. usually the passes are um, $136. So, I mean, $136 compared to free, I mean, which one would you take, right? <laughs> well, I have a question for you guys. Jay, I know that, you know, Canada is such a big country. It stretches over to over where I believe in uh, Vancouver area where you are, if I'm not mistaken. Um, it stretches over Montreal for where we are. You know, um, Jay, do you ever find yourself going through Canada at all? Well, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't been there for a while. But when I was there, I did go through uh, Edmonton and Calgary and Nova Scotia on your side. I I love Canada, and uh, I wanted to move there. So um, that's the only time I've been there. Wow. Okay. That's really cool. That's really so cool. Well, you know, I'm, Every, I'm really everything. I wanted to tell you, Gail. I don't know if you noticed if you were up there. Everything is large. Like a stick of butter was like a brick. Everything was bigger than in America. <laughs> so that's one thing I noticed. Like I went to these stores, and like, wow, is this Jack and the Beanstalk? What's happening? You know, because everything I felt like a little guy, and everything there they sell everything in a large format. Wow. <laughs> wow. I just thought, I want to throw that throw that in. Oh wow. Well, you know, well, I think Canada Canada has one some of the most beautiful countryside that and and they don't compromise it, and that's what I like about it. You know, Canada is a very uh, free thinking country; it always has been. 
so it's uh it, it's going to be interesting to see how you know how this works. Really cool, really really cool. So you know um, that's it for our topics today. And you know Vivian, we're so thankful, and Jay was so thankful that all of us had a chance, you know, to talk and and share with our audience today and really get in there and mix it up and have a different perspective, you know, from everyone. So Jay, Vivian, we're going to say listen, give out, and have a blast, and uh, we may be having a special broadcast. We're not doubly short, but a special broadcast for January 18th, Martin Luther King Day, for I Have a Dream. Thank you, and we invite you all, and we'll let you know. Jay and Vivian, as always, I'm listen giving out. Bye, guys. <laughs>